the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I'm filling in for uh, Pastor Chris this week, but we're going to be listening to an excerpt, actually, from the prophetic gathering of the saints this past New Year's. Um, during this recording that I'm going to share with you, Pastor Chris is going to address, she's going to be talking about doctrines and the importance of relying on the Holy Spirit. She's going to also address a bunch of other things that we, as the body of Christ, that we need to focus on and we need to address. So let's listen in and hear what Pastor Chris has to say. Jesus created so many doctrines, so the elitists hated him. First of all, how dare him to be a rabbi, to be called a prophet, to be called a teacher, wherein he's not from the Levitical priesthood? How dare him? And then lo and behold, he shook the status quo again. He picked the 12 disciples out, not from their Bible schools, not from their own. They picked them from the working class, like you and I. So if they made it, you're going to do something better than that, right? He picked his disciples from the working class, not from the Levites, not from the teachers of the law. So they cannot understand him, but they were afraid of the people because they considered Jesus as what? As a prophet, the highest of all. Higher than the chief priest, higher than the teachers of the law, prophets are considered the utmost. Okay? Well, if you don't believe it, oh, that's in the old scripture. That's in the New Testament. That is in the four gospels. Right? So he brought the status quo, and then he changed their doctrine. They say an eye for an eye. I say you forgive. And then how dare him to call God his father? That's a new doctrine. They accuse him of blasphemy, and then he quoted them scriptures. Did not the scripture said, ye are gods? Then what are you accusing me for? And they cannot understand, but they cannot really replicate or even match all the signs and wonders that he performed. That is the only way in 2017 that the body of Christ should emerge as a powerful, glorious, influential church like Jesus. So Jesus dictate the outcome. Uh-uh, no one can take my life away. I have to volunteer to give it up. So if Jesus have done that and we imitate him, nobody can take away your life, okay? Don't talk about dying and things. You're not serious anyway. What are you going to offer him when you face him? 
So he changed the doctrines and said, everybody has to wash their hands. And they are the disciples. They're eating. Lo and behold, they're the dirty hands. And then he gave them a new revelation that is totally unscriptural. That's why they hated him. He said, you're the children of the devil. Remember, Jesus is the truth. He cannot lie. Remember? I said, you're the children of the devil. I was like, what? We are sons of Abraham. But he called them and said, no, if you belong to my father in heaven, you will have received me. And then he changed the doctrines again. If you receive me, you receive God the father. I mean, that's blasphemous. And here you are, you and I are stuck to that stinking doctrines that limit God and limit God's people. We're still in elitist mentality. Oh, you have to spend 15 years in order to get the anointing that I got. What anointing? Did you walk on water? Are you getting this? You have to give everything. And I said, oh, shut up. You understand what I'm saying? And they're not willing to give up everything. They want you to give up everything. Hello? So those are doctrines that you think that this is how God is going to move. I'm going to fast and pray. I'm going to dance before the Lord. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody did this. I am going to do this. I'm going to fast for a year. And then God is going to answer me. Are you getting this? And those things, sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Have you ever wondered why? If God's answer is always yes and amen... Those that are prayed in accordance to his perfect will, he will never withhold good things. Have you ever wondered why? So we created more doctrines. It's not the timing of God. Oh, it is not the will of God. But when you see those shoes, oh, this is God's will. He led me to these shoes. Right? We always give excuse to what? Not in accordance to God's perfect will, but in accordance to our senses. What we see, what we want, things happened. We have that pandered and say, nevertheless, it's not my will, but it's your will. Right? So it's not that we don't believe in God. Probably we don't trust him. Probably we're convinced that we know better than God. Hello? That's why we're always right in the smacking center of it all. I told you, before you get blessed, I have to skin you alive. So all of these doctrines, they don't create miracles. They're created excuses after excuses until we are not sure whether we're hearing from God or we're not. Because still in the senses. If it's in the senses, it's still in the flesh. It is your spirit that is talking to you. Not the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, every time he tells you to do something, it will glorify him, it will benefit you, and it will not stop from there. It will benefit others. You have to find those three criterias. Not just two. Are you getting this? And the body of Christ are still in Levitical Mentality, Levitical priesthood. Here we are in 2017. We still have not decided yet whether a woman can preach. Oh, I just cannot receive from a woman. Yeah, got to be kidding me. If I give you a million dollars and a nice prophecy, you can receive from me. So don't give me that. Because why? 
It limits and it divides. We're still in those categories of religiosity. We're still in the Levitical priesthood. Where in actuality, probably 99% of the pastors nowadays will not qualify. They're not from the tribe of Levites. They're Americans. Right? So all of us are disqualified. But we have not even stopped to think. Hello? Well, because it's in the law. Isn't that what God said? Even Jesus said, you know, it is the original intent of God that man and woman that he brought together will be together. But a doctrine was changed because of the hardness of man's heart that Moses allowed divorce. So isn't that a new theology? Well, we haven't gotten past that. And we put pressure on one another. Men are running away from the church services. Why? Because they don't want to be a pastor. They wanted to invent and create something. And every time they come, I said, oh, you're a pastor. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be the leader uh, of your household. Don't they know that already? Before you know it, husband and wife will be holding hands and kissing. Before you know it, they're not talking to each other on the way home. Because you messed up their love relationship. We have not graduated from that. And here we are. We're in 2017. And if you will not ask God to increase your capacity to receive... If you if you're not going to ask God for understanding of the times that we're in on who God is, you're going to miss a part of this deluge of blessings coming our way. Because if you look back, 2016 is a lot of things for all of us. We were forced to let go and give up on trying to make things work. Whether it's a relationship, whether it's finances, whether it's anything. And we just kind of let go. Oh, probably it's not the time. I have to memorize all the book of Psalms in order for me to get there. You understand what I'm saying? You may have memorized the whole Bible if the Holy Spirit does not illuminate things to you. It's just another book. The book of Psalms is just another book of poems that you have to memorize. Because why? Our eyes are not fixed on Jesus. Who God is. Once we get to know who God is, everything else will follow. And you will not get to know our Lord Jesus Christ if you do not have any personal intimate relationship with him. And it's not just, oh, I have to dance before him. Book number one, so-and-so said that I have to dance before the Lord. And you're dancing before the Lord and you're not getting the prophetic anointing that you're looking for. Oh, I have to fast and pray. All the while, you just want to lose a few inches. I did that too. That's why I know. And I'm trying to be religious. Right? Oh, I have to pray. And you prayed a thousand times. Nothing's still happening. Why? Because it is the Holy Spirit that empowers all of us. He said, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, you will be endued with power. So the Holy Spirit who is sent by God the Father and God the Son here on earth is our power source. So if you are not led by the Holy Spirit, you can do all these spiritual rituals, 
that you do, but nothing matters all of a sudden. And so it's like, how come, who is that woman, Christina, that is there? I am a lot better than her. And you really are convinced. And you may be right. But better is not something. I have an intimate relationship with Jesus. It costs others to be jealous that they wanted that kind of relationship with him. You can only give what you have. That's what I have. A lot of people are asking, what is the secret? I said, we've never seen anything like this before. Why? Because 1,500 ministers and leaders have all got slain in the spirit. All in one time. This in February, at the prophetic gathering of the saints. How can you find that in the Bible? How can you prepare for something like that? You can't. And the Holy Spirit knew that and said, okay, let me do it, let me do it. Wind. They all got slain. And do you think they say, oh, you're so anointed? I didn't do anything. I like that kind of anointing. I just stand over there and pray to the Holy Spirit and he'll do it. The credit is being given to me. And I said, like, uh-uh, did I touch you? No. Then give glory to God. You mean I can have that? Yes, you can. And we know that impartation doesn't work. How many anointed men and women of God that imparted their anointing to you? And you're still not operating the way you want it or you desire to operate. Impartations are temporary, but it's up to you to walk that salvation, to walk that relationship with the Lord Jesus. Then you will be empowered. Because if impartation, I will be very, very rich by just selling it. Impartation time, $500. Oh, make that $2,000 for crying out loud. After all, this is apostolic and prophetic. Right? And if you're going to give $2,000, I might even send you a holy water that I spit on and, uh, and uh, olive oil that I blessed. Yeah, and three yards of handkerchief. Because if the motivation is not right, God will not get the glory. It will only benefit you, but it will not benefit others. How many? Like, for example, if I'm going to give out like 50 handkerchiefs today, how many do you think will come back with a praise report that, you know, I put it in a coffin of somebody that is dead, died, and it rose again? How many of you? Probably none. Just like, how many love offerings have you tucked in for ministers to pray for the salvation of your loved ones? All of a sudden, the salvation is not free anymore. You have to pay for it. I feel sorry for those who don't have any money. Do you think that God plays favorites? Hello, but in Christ. These are all practices that you and I have condoned over all these years. Because why? Some of us just want to be catered to. Pray for me. Prophesy to me. Please include me in prayers. While I'll do everything in my power not to get into too much trouble. So that I can continue doing what I have. I'll promise you 10% of my income. And in that, I have to have benefits. 
I can call you and text you any time of the day and night. I'll give you 10 pages of prayer requests. Gosh, I might as well sell real estate. Real estate, you can only get 6% commission, but man, all I need to do is to pray to the Lord and, and be good in marketing abilities. I don't have to ask for your 10%. See, it is the original intent of God that all of us have dominion over all created things. That is the original intent of God. It should not just fall to few. He found fault in the old covenant in accordance with the book of Hebrews. That's why he created, he cut a new covenant. Covenant with the Father and a covenant with us. Right? Because he found fault in it. Because only few are part of the ruling class. Elitist. Isn't that what liberalism? They think that they are so smart and they tell us what to do. And I look at the news as an entertainment. They give a commentary. That's not what the American people like. They didn't ask me. I'm an American. Right? They didn't ask me. Because it's the ruling class. They think that they hire. Wherein in Revelation 1.6 and Revelation 5.10, God said that scripture, and you cannot add or take away from this, he has created all of us, born again believers, to be kings and priests, to rule and reign with him here on the earth, not the five offices. The five offices should minister, disciple, and preach their way out of the office so that the body of Christ will be truly united. Right? That's what the scripture said. I'm not telling you anything. But I'm just proving to you in the scriptures that Jesus has created new doctrines. And here we are. We're clinging on a little bit of Levitical priesthood there. A little bit of the Old Testament here. And a little bit of here. And then we get one scripture in the Bible that we like. And then we make a doctrine out of it. Right? We made a doctrine out of it as if it's written in stone. We have forgotten who God is. It's never his plan that husband and wife shall divorce, but God allowed it. Why? Because of who he is. If you are a parent and you have a daughter, in which I have a beautiful, almost perfect one there, right there at the back. Almost perfect. She decided to disobey me and Mike, wherein we know, don't marry that dude. He's bad news. He's going to, to do this to you. And, and she went out, get married anyway. And then he started wanting to be like Meriwether or Mani Pacquiao and use your daughter as a punching bag. If I even told my daughter that you're going to marry this and if trouble comes, you deserve it. Because of your rebellion, isn't that why Jesus died on the cross for us? To prepay our sins? Well, he died 2,000 plus years ago. You were not born 2,000 years ago. So what will I do, even though it's a law for me? Will I not find a way for her? First, probably I'm going to talk to the man. And probably I'll send Mike. And if that thing happened, what will happen? I am going to take my daughter, file for divorce, and probably have some proof to send that young man to jail for what he has done to my daughter. 
Shall I tell my daughter who made a mistake, you're going to pay with this for the rest of your life. You can never get married again. Some of our doctrines are that. A loving God wanted you to suffer for the rest of your life because of one mistake. Huh? I thought his love and his mercy is renewed every morning. So what happened to that doctrine? We have to understand the loving God, the merciful God, the almighty, the all-knowing Father God. Before we cling to our doctrines and our religiosity. Because if you are God and that is your loved one, are you going to find a way? Huh? I want you, when you are confronted with issues that mess up your doctrines, I want you to pray and want you to look and ask God. Always consider him and his character and his attributes then we will not make the same mistakes like our forefathers have done before us. We do not isolate anyone. If God is almighty, he can use anyone. So forget about all your doctrines. You always use Jesus Christ as the litmus test. Hello. And he is more loving than you. And he knows more than you. So what is happening in the United States of America? If you don't understand it, rejoice. There is room for you to understand, for the Holy Spirit to come upon you and give you understanding. Amen. So that's something we really need to be aware of. We need to allow ourselves to be receptive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, that's what it all comes back to. We need to have the heart of God, and we need to be willing to be led by the Holy Spirit. If we cling to our doctrines, if we cling to our own understanding, if we cling to the way things have always been before, we won't be able to be elevated to the glory and to the fullness of the calling that God has for us. So it really, it comes back to being open to allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us in our daily walk. And it doesn't matter what we're doing, whether we're at work, whether we're out grocery shopping, whether we're with our family, whether we're preaching a sermon, whether we're teaching a Sunday school. It doesn't matter what we're doing. It doesn't matter where God has called you or placed you. We need to be willing to allow God to take the lead including on the things that we're good at, that we've been doing for years and years and years. We need to even let those go. Yes, maybe you've done it for 10 years and you know exactly how it goes. But if you allow God to lead you in those areas, he'll be able to show you new things, new revelations, just like Jesus. Jesus brought about new revelations that people hadn't read into the scriptures before, that the teachers of the law weren't teaching. And if we allow the Holy Spirit to illuminate us with new revelations, we'll begin to see the scriptures in a new light. We'll begin to see our daily walk in a new way. And God will really be able to take us to the next level. So I urge all of you, let's allow the Holy Spirit to guide us in every area of our life. So we're running out of time for today, but before we go, I have something very exciting to share with you, and it's something that we're planning here at Freedom Fellowship Church. What it is is a tour this summer to the Holy Land, Israel. That's right. 
this May 31st all the way through June 9th, we're actually going to be taking a group of people to Israel to visit the Holy Land. So it's very exciting. If you want to join us, we're opening this up to the public, to our radio listeners, to our partners. So if you're hearing me talk right now, you're invited. But if you want to join us, we're taking a whole group of people then go to our website and get registered today. There's going to be an effort deposit of $200 that's needed to register your place. From there, we can basically work towards getting your entire trip paid for. And the entire Israel tour is going to cost $3,800 per person. Your deposit goes towards this fund. But that's going to cover basically your hotels, your plane tickets, the guided tours, everything. In addition... After going through Israel, we will also be having a tour to Greece, where we will go to some of the places that the Apostle Paul went, including Ephesus and the island of Patmos. So it's all very exciting. And if you want to go on that tour to Greece after the Israel tour, it's going to be an additional $2,100, which would make the total $5,900. So that's what we have going on this summer, and we want to invite all of you. So if you're interested in coming with us to the Holy Land— then I encourage you, get registered today. Get registered as soon as you can because the sooner we have the numbers, the sooner we can get all the reservations and everything sorted out. So go to our website, www.sogmi.org, and go to the event section. You'll see information about the Israel trip up there, and we're putting all that up there this weekend. You can also call us at 210-695-1630 if you have any more questions. So that's about all the time that we have for today. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.